Just call my name and I'll be there from the studios of Teeing It Up in the swamps of Jersey and Charleston, South Carolina, where there actually are swamps. This is um, Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for Sunday, Week 10 in the National Football League season. Veterans Day, thank you all for your service, November 11th, 2018. Good morning, Luke. Host of the Morrow Mornings uh, radio show on ESPN Radio in Charleston, South Carolina. Is there any excitement for the RSM Classic PGA Tour tournament in Sea Island, Georgia, this week? Oh, I am! I am so excited. No, I'm saying like in, in the area. Is there any excitement? I don't think so. I okay. haven't heard a word. Okay. Just, just, just checking. Um, your Vikings are on a bye week, so analyze the bye week. Have you liked what they've done in practice every day? Oh, yes, very much. I've been uh, very pleased with uh, how they're using the week to get better. Uh, but uh, I think the bye week comes at a good time for them. You know, for me as a fan, I like the bye week. I'm glad it's only once a year, but I like the idea of you don't have to stress for one day. Yes. Watch all the other games for once. It's, just, it's nice to get a week off. So I do like the bye week. I'm glad it's only once. But you are aware that as as Jet fans, we haven't stressed in years. Well, that's, that's well, that's a different situation. <laughs> that's the worst. That's the worst than stressing on Sundays. Yes, um, you you must have been pleased though. Um, you win twenty four to nine over Detroit last week. That that's a nice win. Yeah, they played really well, and the defense is starting to look like the defense of the past couple of years, which is hard now in 2018 in a modern NFL. But they've won three out of four, the Vikings have, and the one loss was that terrible performance against the Saints on Sunday Night Football, where they outgained the Saints by about 200 yards, but they turned it over like three times, resulting in uh, touchdowns each time for the Saints. So they just played terrible. But other than that, you know, they've won three of the last four. They beat the Eagles. They just killed the Lions. Uh, you know, so they are playing better. 5-3-1 and one right now, right outside of first place. They're going to play the Bears on Sunday Night Football next week for first place, so it's nice to have a bye before that game, tough game in Chicago. So they're trending in the right direction. They're getting healthier. Uh, we'll see if they can keep it going. Are you excited for Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm always excited for Thanksgiving. I don't even know who's playing on Thanksgiving this year, but just Thanksgiving itself. You know, you get the three F's, family, food, and football, and you can't beat that. That's Chicago, that's Detroit, Washington, Dallas, Atlanta, New Orleans. Uh, all right. Not a bad slate. It's a weak slate this week, and we start with Matt Barkley versus Josh McCown. Is this your game to watch golf during? Uh, well, you know, there's a few to choose from. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Um, in all seriousness, um, this actually could be good for Sam Darnold. Takes a step back, gets to look everything over. Jets have a bye next week. Um Gets to kind of take a step back, see how a veteran runs the offense. The Bills are a mess. They're 2-7. and seven. Uh, This is a big game for the Jets. Um, I mean, it, it, it's as a 3-6 as a team, it's hard to look at yourself that way, especially when 6-2 and two and Especially when six and two and five and three as a jet as a as a, a jet fan, three and six is a long way from those two marks being the wild cards. But just you know, get wins, put wins together. Uh, they're currently twelfth in the conference, which is not good. They're fifth from the bottom. Um, but just string string together positive wins. I, I I don't think I've done a good job hyping this game, Luke. 
Well, it's very. I don't think the best hype man could hype this game. I mean, you got uh, Matt Barkley off the streets going up against Josh McCown, playing for the first time this year. And yes. Forty years old. Uh, but do you think that Todd Bowles is coaching for his job? Yes, I do think Todd Bowles is coaching for his job. Um, there have been some very quizzical, very odd, very um, bizarre moments that have happened to the Jets uh, in recent times. And I think that this is a big step towards um, towards um, figuring out if Todd Bowles is the long-term coach. He's not good with game management. He's not good with clock management. And the offense has been stymied in recent weeks. Um, I was in Aruba last week. It's why, it's why we recorded the show last Wednesday. And I sat there and I watched the first 20 minutes and thought, this is the Jets I know. And then I went to the pool. And from long distance, I could see the TV and I asked periodically if there had been a score change. And the answer was no. Um, so, I mean, what else do you, what else do you want to know? Um, it's just very quizzical, very odd um, how this offense, which had been so high-powered, has been stymied in recent weeks. And unless they do that, they're, 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 they're not going to compete in these games. Um, so, no, I'm not. I, I do think he's coaching for his job, more for the totality of the work than this season. But the fall-off from week one to week ten um, has been steep. Yeah, and I think Josh McCown will help things today. You know, our boy Boomer Esiason said on Monday before the news about the injury and all this stuff that Darnold looks like a guy who is mentally exhausted and could use that break. Just step back, watch McCown run the offense for a day, listen in on the sidelines, just take a break, and then I think that's for bye week next week. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, so you get two weeks off, you know, and you just kind of regroup. Uh, and so, you know, that certainly looks like what what the situation was because he played terrible last week he's taken a step back and thought he looked really good in September now he's looked worse in October which is a bad sign so yes Cal will help the offense today and you go up against Matt Barkley in the terrible Bills offense McCown should be able to make enough plays to beat him hey yes no definitely uh, Jets are this is next week's schedule uh, Jets are seven-point favorites at home um, in a cold MetLife Stadium chilly um, for, for this time of the year um it, 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 it's not great, though, in Week 12 coming out of the bye. They face the Patriots, that, that team you may have heard of, and that guy named Tom Brady. Um, Saints, Bengals, Saints go on the road. Cold weather climate, Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, I still think they win the game. I, I think they're one of the best teams in all football. I think that they are way high-powered. If you look, excuse me, at the NFC, um, I... Click the wrong button here. Can I please go to the NFC? Thank you. Um, Saints, besides uh, the, the the Rams, I, I, I think we're headed to a Saints Rams. Uh, Saints, Bengals, high-powered offense versus upstart uh, Cincinnati. I think the Saints win this game. I think we're headed towards the Saints Rams. Um, NFC Championship game. They're the best two teams in football. We've talked before about Drew Brees' efficiency. It's continued. I think they win this game even in a cold weather climate on the road, Luke. I included this game in, in my uh, picks yesterday on the show, or Friday now, on the yes. show. Yes. Uh, I hope it was not yesterday because you can't be in two places at once. <laughs> you can try. Uh, I uh, And my picks have been run hot. For some reason, this number 
stood out to me. The Saints favored by six in Cincinnati. Um, you know, the Saints are coming off that dramatic win uh, against the Rams. They played a lot of big games lately. Now they go on the road to Cincinnati. I, I fear that they may be uh, in for a letdown. It's supposed to be like 20 degrees there in Cincinnati for this team that's used to playing indoors uh, on a bath turf. They're going out into the elements. Drew Brees isn't as good on the road. Okay, keep going. You were saying about Cincinnati not having A.J. Green. Yeah, so I know no A.J. Green, and the numbers really sucker for Andy Dalton with no A.J. Green. But the best underdog quarterback in the last eight years is Andy Dalton. And this is looking at a betting perspective. He's covered the spread 64% of the time when he's an underdog in his career, better than any other quarterback. And he's 10-1 and against the spread last 11 games uh, at home as an underdog. So I don't know if the Bengals are going to win, but I think they're at least going to keep it close enough where they'll have a chance. I don't think the Saints are going to cover those six points. And Cincinnati could very well win the entire Saints offensive line was on the injury report this week. This is just a game that, on paper, the Saints should certainly, they're much better than the Bengals. But there's just these, these things that stand out to me that I think Cincinnati may pull off the upset. Um, Alright, uh, we're going to do the show differently this week because I don't know why I wanted to do Jacksonville indeed. 3-5 and five versus 3-5 and five and two teams at the bottom of the conference. So we're just going to wing this on on the fly here and have some fun because this slate is just so terrible. New England, Tennessee, 7-2 and two versus 4-4. Four and four. Tennessee is second in the conference to Houston who has a bye this week if I'm looking at this correctly. Um... Uh, six and a half point underdogs the Titans are so the Patriots who finally seem to be in a rhythm and are rolling do you give uh, the Titans any chance here? I'll give them a chance but not much of a chance I, I love the pick with the Patriots six and a half favorite a lot of big numbers this week um, and I like the Patriots you know the Titans have 12 touchdowns this year in 8 games I mean how offensive this league has become and I know Mariota had an injury earlier this year but 12 touchdowns in 8 games that is disgraceful and yeah they're at home but the last time they were at home uh, they didn't score a single point, and they were stacked on about a quarter of their offensive play. So there's no home field advantage for the Titans. And the Patriots, on the other hand, they're averaging about 36 points per game the last six weeks. And there was always this, this, this trend that the Patriots offense went the way of Gronkowski. That's kind of flipped. The last two years, Brady actually has better numbers now when Gronkowski is off the field. So I don't care if he's playing today or not. Brady's been better without him. And Josh Gordon has really stepped up. So this is a high-flying Patriots offense right now. And the Titans can't find their way to the end zone. So... Uh, I think the Patriots could certainly win by a touchdown on the road. I think they went outright, and I would like them with those points, too. 19, and give me one second. Um, even the Jets have more touchdowns, Luke. Jets have... The Jets have 21 touchdowns uh, total, and offensively, they have, uh, whatever that was, uh, 17. Okay, yeah, the 12 offensive touchdowns. Yes, that, yes. Even, even the Jets are better at some stat. That's a minor miracle. Um, Rams uh, versus the Seahawks. Seahawks playing better. Rams 8-1 in the Coliseum. Um, I, I think, as I said before, that, that this is maybe the best team in all football. Who would you say is the best team in all football right now? Man, that's a good question. I think, think I'd have to go Saints. I don't think the Saints... Talent-wise, you know, roster-wise, they're the best. But right now, I guess they, I think they may be playing the best. I'll say. You know what's interesting to me about the Rams uh, is that they are that they, they are they are so well positioned offensively. If you look at my screen, is not functioning. 
Isn't it great when technology does not work, Luke? It's just, it's just the best. You look at golf, 20 touchdowns, uh, six picks. Todd Gurley, though, has 12 touchdowns. So combined from your quarterback and your running back, that is 32 touchdowns. And that's what I think is so impressive. He's thrown from almost 3,000 yards. Todd Gurley, if he has a good day today, will get over 1,000 yards rushing. Two-pronged attack. We've seen the importance, Luke, of running backs in the postseason, and they have that with Gurley. Yeah, they do. I mean, they're one of the few teams left in the league that relies a lot on a running back still, even with the numbers that Goff puts up. It's 182 rushing attempts he's had this year. Yeah, so, you know, it's, uh, that's, uh, that stands out in the modern NFL. But these two teams, they play close games every time. I know the Seahawks are like a 10-point underdog. I think that's too large of a number. There's no home field advantage in L.A. for the Rams. They play, oh, they play 16 road games a year. It's um, horrible. Seahawks are surprising me this year. I know they didn't play very well last week, but they're playing better than I was expecting this year. So I think they keep it close. I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, the Rams should win, so I th- I'll say the Rams will win. But I think it'll be oh, you know a one-score game coming down to the end. The Seahawks are going to give them a fight today. Philly is four and four. Dallas is three and five. Uh, the line here is seven and a half for Philly. I think that's way too high. I know Dallas is a mess, but. I mean, come on. The, the, the Dallas, the, this is the type of game, Luke, don't you think? That Dallas and Dak Prescott and Zeke will just, you know, it's a, it's a divisional opponent. A lot of, um, a lot of um, um, extra juice, fire in games like this. Don't you feel like this is a game where Dallas puts up like 28 points out of nowhere? But I don't. I just don't think they have it in them this year. I don't think I trust the Cowboys. You know, I did a uh, a bit this past week on the show that a bit. Well, you doing comedy? Well, no. You know, <laughs> I did a segment on uh, you know that in football I'd rather be in hell than I than in purgatory. And you know, the Raiders right now they're in hell. They're terrible. They're a joke. But I'd rather be in the Raiders spot right now than the Cowboys because the Cowboys don't really know what what or who they are. They don't have a coach and they don't have a quarterback, but they think they do. They think they have both. Uh, I don't trust J.C. Garrett. I don't trust Dak Prescott. The Eagles are playing better. They're getting healthier. Carson Wentz is improving each week. If this was six and a half, I would love to take the Eagles at home. Seven and a half is a little different, but I think the Eagles win. I think they win pretty easily at home against the Cowboys tonight. Dallas hasn't won on the road yet this year. Uh, they're just not a good team to me. I think Dallas wins tonight. Okay. Just, just, just throwing that out there. All right. Let's have some fun with this. Um... We have the Jets, two and seven, three and six. We have Atlanta, four and four. Cleveland's two, six and one. I think that, that 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 game is pretty close. Cleveland's been competitive, so let's not include them. Kansas City, eight and one. Arizona, two and six. Chargers, six and two. Oakland's one and seven. Um. And then Monday Night Football, 1-7 and seven versus 2-7. and seven. If I gave you $20, what game would you watch? If I, if I, could, could I pay you to watch any of those football games? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I still, I'll be watching all of them. I don't care. I'll be watching the paying attention to the Chiefs, Cardinals. You know, no Vikings today. Yeah. Take, out, take out the fact that you're a radio host and you have to watch this. Just <laughs> as, a, as a person, as a human being, Luke, could I pay you to watch any of those football games? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would do a lot 
a lot worse for money. So yeah, I could sit and watch a football game for money. Well, <laughs> I fear the answer to this. What is the worst thing you would do for money? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head, but I'll tell you, everybody has a, has a fright to do something. So, right. would you walk across fire? No, I wouldn't do that. Okay, that's not that far then. That's not that worse. Um, well, I think, I think there's a big difference between watching a football game and watching a crossfire, so... It's somewhere in between. That's where I would, would, would fall. Would you eat the type of native food that they eat on Survivor? Probably not. Depends what it is. Most of that stuff, no. Alright. Um, my game to watch golf during, I have two. The Mayakoba Golf Classic, which happens to fall, one of the four Eastern on Golf Channel. Matt Kuchar, four-shot lead, trying to win the four for, for the first time. First time in four and a half years, become the fifth guy to win after a 1,600 or more uh, day gap between wins. Tiger, Phil, Poulter, Casey, or the others who have done it this year is uh, is uh, Chiefs, Arizona. I think this game could be something. This is a 16 and a half point line. I think this game could be, depending on how long they leave Patrick Mahomes in, something like 56 to two. Oof. Yes. Yes, you're getting to watch golf during. Yeah, I would say the same. I think the Chiefs cover the spread as well. Uh, that could, that should be ugly. Uh, your uh, game of the day. <laughs> oh boy, tough to choose this week. You know, even though I said I think the Eagles are going to win by uh, two scores, I'll say Sunday Night Football: Eagles Cowboys. Rams Seahawks, but I don't like the slate. As I said, your your sleeper game. I I've said it before. It's also my upset special. I think Cleveland beats Atlanta. I could see that. I took Cleveland with the points, the, the six point underdog at home. I think that's too much. You know, my sleeper game is because it's the game I'm going to be watching. I'll say Lions Bears for obvious reasons. Bears are the only team in front of the Vikings right now. Do you have an upset special? Uh, upset special. I will go. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll call me biased. I'll take the Dolphins. Go warm weather team in cold weather in 20 degrees in Green Bay. I'll take the Dolphins against the Packers. Wow. Ten and a half point favorites the Packers are. Yeah, I, I like the Dolphins at the points, but I don't know if they went out right, but I'm going to say they will. I'll say this. the the That game was ugly last week. The Dolphin offense with Brock Osweiler is not pretty. No, it's not. It's, Brock it's, it's not pretty. Um, and I chose to watch 20 minutes of that game, like like 20, 20 actual football minutes. So I watched the whole first quarter in the first five minutes of the second. Yeah, you chose to watch that game instead of enjoying Aruba. Well, then I went to the pool. <laughs> yeah, well, you could have went to the pool 20 minutes earlier. And then I watched uh, the last, what, five or four, three four minutes with my dad up in the room. And um, Sam Donald threw an interception, so that was nice. Um, yeah, which one? I think it was the fourth. Um, uh, my uh, survivor game is, is is Kansas City over Arizona. Yes, I agree. Uh, I, but just to differ, I'll say Chargers in Oakland. Your player to watch. Oh, boy. I never think of this. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, I will say Dak Prescott needs to do something for Dallas tonight. I think this is... Um, I, th I think this is Eli Manning's last game as a starter, potentially, for the Giants. Ooh. It should have been a couple weeks ago. should have been, but he's going to start Monday night, and if he loses to lowly 
Philly, uh, I'm sorry, lowly San Francisco starting Nick Mullins, uh, who sounds like a, a golfer on the web.com tour. Um, I think you might see a yank. Yeah, well, probably should. Um, we've done this show for like seven years. How do you not have a player or a coach to watch every week? I know. I always forget about zooming. I always forget about that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Tomorrow morning's 10 a.m. to Come noon. What do you want from me? What? I'll be watching them all. What can I say? Huh? It's, it's, it's 10 to noon tomorrow mornings. Tomorrow mornings, Charleston, listen in. Uh, Luke, thank you, as always. And thank you, thank you. everybody, for listening to your uh, to, to the Sunday Sprint. Enjoy your football Sunday, everybody. <laughs>